0: Hi, welcome back to Bumping Uglies. My name's Rachel.
1: And I'm Ashley. And, um... <laughs> Coming from <laughs> you know, the depths you know of hell.
0: Right, we're, uh... We're having a, an off day. Ashley is sick, and she's done something to her eye, so she's just not having a good day. And I'm freezing to death. It's called
1: hardcore vomiting. I mean, I'm sure nobody yeah, wants yeah. to know that, but... <laughs> that's how you pop a blood vessel. <laughs> In your eyeball. It, it looks
0: so bad. Um, so what we've decided to do today, uh, we switched a couple of episode topics around. We're going to take it easy. We're going to get cozy. Um, I've got some hot chocolate here. And uh, we're going to tell you some stories. Uh, but we have a couple other things to tell you first.
1: I have water. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so first things first, we got an email from a guy named Jared, uh, and he basically told us that he likes the podcast, and we just want to say we appreciate that, so thank you very much, and to anybody else that wants to reach out to us, do it. Tell us if you don't like us, I mean, hell. Right, yeah, we, we would
0: appreciate any... Um any and all feedback that uh you have for us feel free to email us at any time about any um topic suggestions or things you liked or stories that you want to share with us. Um we love to hear those.
1: Are you telling us what we're talking about today?
0: Oh, um let's talk about uh, our giveaway first. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> So we're doing a giveaway and give back. Um, yeah. Yes. It's for our 25th episode. So essentially there will be like 25 prizes and like a basket or whatever. Uh, and that's for the big winner. And that, uh, in order to enter to win that, you need to subscribe, rate, and review before our 25th episode. And then yeah. we also have two small prizes going out to anyone who uh what what's that called? Retweeting. Yeah, retweeting. I'm not up or, on the Twitter.
0: So we'll we'll be doing it well, I guess it'll be open to all like Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. We'll make a post about our twenty fifth episode, um, what we're doing and the giveaway and the give back and you just have to share that post. Uh, that we put up on whatever social media you follow us on to be entered um, to win one of the two smaller prizes, and we will announce those winners on the very next episode. So episode twenty six. It's going to be real short, um, a real short time period. I mean, like a week. But
1: <laughs> and um, I was getting there. I just didn't know if it was called retweeting. Yeah, I almost yeah. said retwittering, but
0: Re- retwittering. My boss uh, started a Twitter for our business over the winter, and uh, he was real proud, and I didn't know that he had already put it up, and he was like, I tweeted yesterday. It was real cute. Um,
1: So in case you haven't figured out, Rachel handles the Twitter, because I don't know how to Twitter.
0: (laughs) It's me. I'm guilty of all the things, unfortunately. I'm
1: like a grandma. I mean, I I do the Instagram. Rachel does Facebook because I don't have Facebook anymore. hmm So, basically, it's between the two of us on the Instagram. Other than that, it's Rachel.
0: It's all me. So, in case, uh, in case you're ever offended or you think I thought something was clever, but it isn't, just, it, it's me. It, it's me and I am... Um, I'm dorky and, and I, I'm punny and, um, I'll, I'll be, also I don't care if you're offended. But Did you say I, funny different, different or story. punny? <laughs> huh? I said funny. okay. I
1: thought that's what you said.
0: I'm, I'm punny. I'm, like, real dorky. I'm not, not funny in a cool way. So, it's not Ashley. She's much more, um, cool than I am.
1: I mean, that's pushing it a little bit.
0: I thought you were going to say that's not hard to do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. You know, either, either way is true. Okay, um, oh, so, now that we got all that out of the way, this week, we're making it real, I don't want to say short and sweet, because I'm sure it's not going to be short or sweet, but... We're gonna get comfy. We're gonna do some creepy pastas because I love reading creepy pasta. And Ashley didn't know what creepy pasta was. Going to say, so. can we
1: talk about that? I did not know what creepy pasta was. <clears throat> honestly, I'm sitting honestly, over here thinking that you're making like some weird shaped pasta or something. <laughs> Which I mean, I'm but, all for.
0: I didn't know until last year, so you're not I guess like
1: that. Makes me feel a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been around for a long time,
1: but... People just need to face it. I'm kind of like a grandma. Yeah. People think that, oh, she's 25, 26. She can do all these technological things. I'm like, no. You're wrong.
0: You're like, I don't want to.
1: My grandpa Um, can do more techie things than I can.
0: Dude, her grandpa is real into (laughs) the computer thing. And the security thing. And he's self-taught. <laughs> yes. And he's, like, 80-something. Sorry, he's 80, not something. Just just 80. But, yeah, he's real into it.
1: And it's so funny because he'll oh, ask me oh, things and yeah. I'm like, I have no idea.
0: <laughs> You're like, I can't help you. You know, my mom, um, not that I'm super tech-savvy because I'm not, uh, but I can sort of read enough to figure most things out if I don't know how to do something. Um, also, my husband's, like, really into that. Like, he went to school for I was gonna him, say, so. <laughs> he should be, seeing
1: as how he, you know, did the whole school thing for that. I, yes. I would hope yes. that he is.
0: So, if I really can't figure something out, I just ask him. Um, but I don't like to ask for his help, because I like to do things on my own. Because she likes um, to
1: be difficult.
0: That's pretty much it. It's not, I, this isn't, it's not like a strong, independent woman thing. It's just, I don't like to ask for help. <laughs> but, um, my mom, I bought a new printer like ink for her printer and I was like do you want me I was just trying to be nice do you want me to put this in for you she's like I know how to do it <laughs> okay mom like that's that's okay I, I didn't think you didn't know how to do it I was just offering she's like well I'll do it and this was when I was a, when I came home in January so when I came back a month later in February there still wasn't ink in the printer and she said, well, I haven't used it. Like, I don't, I didn't need it. So I just didn't do it. I'm like, well, I'll just do it for you. She said, yeah, that sounds good. Why don't you just do it for me? So I, I waited a month just to put printer, ink in the printer. Okay. Are your stories super terrible? We don't know what each other are doing. So um, this is going to be fun. Um, are your stories long and extra scary or
1: what do you got? Mm, okay. First of all, I was a little disappointed Um, because it was very hard for me to find ones that I, and none of them that I, are like, I love them. Yeah. But, I tried to pick short ones because I'm like, God, I don't want to read all that. Let's just be real honest. I don't feel like reading all that. But, uh, I found a few. Again, I was a little disappointed because they weren't as good as i wanted them to be yeah i'm very picky yeah. i'm very picky when it comes to scary stuff you know how i am right. it's right. really hard for me to be impressed
0: Well, and i had the same problem a lot of the ones i read and there's a million out there so you have to like you know really shuffle through them but they just weren't doing it for me and a lot of the really scary ones are well-known and I didn't want to read ones that everybody else has already talked about.
1: Well, then like, I didn't even read the ones that were long. I clicked on them to see if they were long and if they were, I was like, no.
0: Right. And I did the same thing. Um, and I'm sure we missed a couple good ones, but to be quite honest, I had a three hour work meeting this afternoon and I was having trouble getting my words together at one o'clock. So I didn't think I'd be reading a big long story and nail that sucker.
1: I just don't feel good. I've been laying on the couch all day. I have no excuse. Just I don't I, mean, you're saying I don't feel that good. Is,
0: that's an excuse. Like that is the best excuse.
1: Literally all day. This is the first time today that I've not felt like my eyeballs and my head were just gonna explode.
0: That's so sad.
1: I've had a major migraine.
0: She looks great. Yeah, my
1: <laughs> my uncle came up to give me a piece of paper and he was like, What ha- what happened to your eye? I was like, well, I guess that happens when you vomit. And he was like, oh, I'm like, my bad. I can't help it. Mm. Mm. Although it was really sweet, my dad did call me a couple times today
0: to see how you were.
1: Yeah, and to talk about other things too. But
0: it's really nice. I
1: know. I was like, yeah. Mom walked in the door and she's like, yeah. Your dad told me that your eyeball was busted. Oh,
0: that makes it sound like it ruptured, like the whole eyeball. That's funny,
1: but. All around it, it looks like I almost have a black eye. It looks
0: pretty bad. (laughs) Not gonna lie to you.
1: Um,
0: do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
1: I can start off with the one that I least like. I only have three. I have
0: have more than three, but I have three up and ready to read. So
1: I tried. I tried to find a different one other than this Mm -hmm. one, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't. And then after a while, I was just like. Fuck it, I'll read this one. She's
0: not feeling like doing a lot of work today. I don't blame her.
1: Definitely not. <clears throat> uh, so this one's called I Remember. And this is my least favorite. Okay. okay. Uh, it says, I remember the house from my childhood. I remember it being my uncle's. I remember to the rather odd fashion the house lied in, Ruins. And I remember my father telling me not to talk to my uncle, that he was a poor role model. I never saw my uncle after that, and I don't know why. Also, I would just like to point out real quick, sidebar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some of these have terrible grammar. Okay. Just okay. And, it, and it bugs me.
0: Yeah, a lot of I did notice that as well.
1: <laughs> and, so anyhow, back to the story. I recall these things as I arrive on the decrepit, burned-down property as I close the corridor behind me. Undergrowth in the forest behind rustles intensely in the evening breeze. Unsettled by the ambient and eerie atmosphere I swiftly walked up to the ruined house, stepping on the creaky steps. The floorboards let out croaks under my weight as I take steps towards the door. The top floor of the house was awfully barren an eerie breeze floating aloft the autumn breeze. That bugged me. <laughs> Carrying with it an unpleasant, musty smell. The radiance of sunset beams on the horizon as evening bridges the border to nighttime. Also, I feel like this was a terrible day to read stuff. I <laughs> I decide to get going before night comes about and begin walking to the door. As I step towards the door, I trip over a lip in the floorboards. I turn as I realize there to be a basement. I tear open the basement floorboard hinged on a rusty silver hinge next to a wall creaking nastily. I step down the groaning steps and immediately receive a vile surge of the odor from before, which appears to be wafting from a small chest at the end of a long, damp, stony hallway. I notice the dark of night has fully consumed the cabin, and I turn on my cell phone's flashlight. The cobbled walkway shifts as my boots push down my weight onto them as I reach the chest. The odious scent seems to have gotten close enough to taste. As I unlatch the chest's lock, and open it, what lies within almost makes me vomit. Also, there shouldn't have been a period there. I'm sorry, it's really hard. The decomposing corpse of a young lady, her ribcage ripped clean open, organs missing, her skin tone pale and gray. Her body had been crudely compacted into a tight ball, uh, Ball. Sorry, as her body could ne- never have fit into such a small chest. That rustling from the forest sure seemed to get closer. I feel a warm and heavy breathing on the back of my neck, causing the hair on my arms to stand on end. I reel back and begin to turn catching the silhouette of a massive, burly man carrying an unidentifiable object. I can't focus on the figure for long, as the latch on the basement door clicks and it swings shut with one final resounding slam. Now I remember why my father told me to stay away, and that's the end. that's
0: gross. See?
1: I have a really bad problem with grammar, and I can't help it.
0: When I read these myself at night which you, or listen to, listen to them in my car like for if another podcast is reading them um I get real creeped out <laughs> so I have my light on right now also I'm not home alone because I wouldn't be doing that if I were I wouldn't be doing this episode if I were home alone uh.
1: <laughs> again it doesn't bother me It does. I'm a big chicken. It's not it's not creepy enough for me.
0: Not yet. I'm just kidding. Funnily enough, is that a word? Funnily? I think it is. Uh no. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) It is today. My first story, which is also my least favorite, is called Home Alone.
1: Like the movie?
0: Like
1: the what? I said like the movie. I like Um, the movie. In the
0: sense that they have the same title and it is a, a child home alone yes but that's where it ends sort of uh okay here we go it was a cold Sunday night my parents were not home due to them being away for the weekend I was pretty happy about that because all oh because I could do all the things teenagers do um play on my computer all night eat all the junk food I can find and so on It was around 3 or 4 in the morning. I was playing Battlefield 1, and my cat was sleeping on my bed. I had to go to the bathroom, so I got off my computer and left my room. I went to the bathroom, did my thing, and walked out. As I was walking down the corridor to my room, I passed the kitchen, and I heard footsteps from there, like someone was sprinting towards me. Scared, I quickly rushed to my room without looking back. I shut the door behind me. I sit on the ground and cover my eyes. I was about to call the police when I realized that probably my cat snuck out of the room and went into the kitchen to eat, um, and when she saw me, she rushed towards me. I got up from the ground, feeling kind of sad for myself. That was until I looked toward my bed. My heart dropped into my stomach because I saw my cat was still sleeping in the same
1: spot.
0: To be quite honest, I'm guilty of this. I always think there's somebody in my house that shouldn't be. I mean, there's always somebody else in my house. I'm, like, rarely home alone. But, like, sometimes I think there's an extra person at night that shouldn't be here. So, (laughs) I feel this person. Also, um... Was that the end of it?
1: it? Oh. It was
0: was short.
1: I was waiting for you to finish.
0: Well, I guess, in my head, the finish is that, um... Something happened to them because it wasn't the cat. <laughs> like, well, like yeah. somebody got him or something.
1: I just... I don't know.
0: What do you got for me?
1: Okay, the next one. Uh, again, I didn't love it, but I like it because it's weird. Okay. okay. Uh, so it's called, a, not A, just Life Within...
0: Okay.
1: And it says, My husband and I loved each other very much, but just as most couples, we would get into arguments. Our biggest argument always revolved around a single disagreement children. I wanted children. He did not. As the years passed, I had hoped he would eventually come around and warm up to the idea of having children, but he remained stubborn and wouldn't change his mind. I reminded him that if we waited too much longer, we'd never be able to conceive a child of our own. But he didn't seem to care i even suggested adoption and fostering children but he wouldn't hear it you're not fit to be a mother his cruel words burned into my memory i loved him why would he say such a thing i wanted to carry a baby i wanted to have a life inside of me a little piece of him inside of me i loved my husband but he doesn't have the right to keep me from doing this no one can stop me i threw out my birth control pills and i sabotaged his condoms as I prepared to seduce my husband into a frenzy and love making, and passion. Mm-hmm. My husband, who knew I was desperate for the chance to have a life inside of me, discovered my plan and rejected my advances. My own husband said I was crazy, that I was becoming obsessed and losing my mind. I loved him so much, how could he say such a horrid thing to me? I'm his loving wife. That night I cried. I never cried so hard in all of my life. He didn't have the right to do this. I would, I would have the life I was so craved. It took me a week, but I had my next plan ready. This plan was foolproof. There would be nothing he could do about it. This time he wouldn't stop me. After he returned home from work, I offered him a beer after slipping a dose of crushed sleeping pills into the drink. He of course didn't taste any of the medicine as he greedily downed the offered beer. Within twenty minutes, he was in a deep sleep, practically unconscious. I dragged my husband into our bedroom and onto the bed. I stripped off his clothes and began kissing his body all over. "'You can't take this from me,' I whispered into his ear as he remained blissfully unaware of what was about to happen to him. Hours passed as I had my way with his body. He didn't awaken from his drug-induced slumber. Not once did he feel my warm lips pressing constantly against against his cool skin enjoying every sensation I felt as I carefully finished my task. The bed sheets were soaked from my night activity. But the fluid wasn't sweat, it was blood. My husband's blood. I sat on the floor of the bedroom, my back leaning against the foot of our family bed. I ran my hands lovingly over my tight stomach, thrilled about the life I was now carrying. I wouldn't be able to enjoy the life inside of me for the full nine months like most women, but the few days I had with it would be the best of my life. It's no easy feat to devour, <laughs> to devour an entire human being in a single night. But it was worth it. I finally have a piece of my husband inside of me.
0: Ew. <laughs> That's so gross.
1: I did like that one because it was weird. It totally
0: got me though. I'm like, oh my god, she raped her husband. And now she has his baby inside. They're just kidding. She's a cannibal. That is weird. I don't know if I like that one.
1: <laughs> like I said, that one was one of the ones I liked only because it's weird.
0: Yeah, that one made me uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable. What? I said, I'm a little uncomfortable.
0: Well, I mean, think of all the things we've talked about while doing this podcast. I'm like, this is the one that makes me uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's also another reason why I picked it, because we talk about sex and all that, and then I was the same way. I was reading this, and I'm like, oh, oh. And then I was like, oh, she ate him. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind.
0: (laughs) Plot twist.
1: It was a plot twist.
0: I saw something the other day that I thought was funny that I actually agree with. Um, If you tell someone that a book or a movie has... Like, a plot twist or an unexpected ending, you did- you, like, you already ruined it. Because now, what was good about it, they already know is coming. I mean, yeah. And I never thought about it before, but I 100% agree. Don't tell me anything about anything.
1: (laughs) Not even if she thinks somebody's raping their husband, but in fact they're eating They're
0: eating Okay. My next one is pretty short again. Um... It's called He Has No Phone.
1: Thought you were going to say He Has No Brain. He has
0: no brain. He is the scarecrow. If I only had a brain. When's the last time you watched The Wizard of Oz?
1: A long time I ago. And it was so funny because I was singing that in my head. <laughs>
0: I love the wizard boss. Maybe we'll do something about that because there's some real shady stuff that went on there. Okay, here we go. Get ready. Do you think if I whisper, it'll be scarier?
1: I feel like I would love to listen to you just whisper the entire story. I think
0: you're gonna regret that. That's what I think.
1: No, I think I will think it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> um, I don't think I can do it. Um, <laughs> just get real close to the microphone. <laughs> and I'll talk real quiet. Okay, here we go. I get a text on my phone from a new phone number that says they're my friend David. He says that he just got a new phone and wants to start texting his friends. I ask him a few questions like, where did we first meet? And stuff like that. He answered all of them correctly, so I assumed it was Dave. A few weeks go by, and he texts me and asks me to come over. I was free that night, so I decided to go over. This sounds like a date. Uh, we (laughs) live...
1: Also, you're not really whispery.
0: This is as whispery as I can get. (laughs) Um, Okay. We live in the same neighborhood, but somehow didn't run into each other that much. So as I'm walking over to his house, he texts me and says, I can see you coming. I admit that's a little weird, but he was probably just getting used to texting. As I was walking up his driveway, he texts me and told me that he could see me in his driveway. I thought that meant that he was coming out to meet me, but after a few more minutes, I got anxious and went to knock on his door. Um, I went up to the door and knocked, Dave answered and said, hey man, what's up? Long time no see. I thought he was joking, so I answered, oh yeah, totally, and then he said, so what brings you here? And so, instead of playing along some more, I decided to say, alright, that's enough. We were just texting. And what he said next sent the biggest shiver down my spine. He said this. I don't have a phone. I stumbled back in shock. My first instinct was to look around for another person. And sure enough, there was a bald guy sitting in his car across the street from us, smiling and with a phone in his hand. The end.
1: Come here, little boy. You want my candy?
0: (laughs) You want my cell phone? We can be friends. We already are. I've got candy. (laughs) He could be Willy Wonka. The Candyman can. But that's the thing, though. The Candyman's, like, a real scary story, right? I mean, not... Is it real? I think it's real. Or whatever. It's a well-known scary story.
1: I was thinking more of, like, a pervert.
0: Well, I know... Well, that's what I'm saying. The Candyman's, like, a bad thing. Right. But I was saying Willy Wonka, and then there was that song, The Candyman Can... Anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah, literally that... You can... You're the worst whisperer ever. Well,
0: I was afraid if I, like, really tried to whisper that you wouldn't be able to hear me at all. Or, like, it wouldn't be clear. So I just tried to get close and talk, like, quietly, but that didn't work either. (laughs) 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 So, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, so this next one, my... Last one. Okay. Uh, it's called Lost Twin, mm-hmm. The Game. Ooh. And I was okay with this one because it kind of reminded me of, you know, things that you, I'll, you'll see. Okay. I don't want okay. to tell you what it reminds me of because that kind of gives it away. Okay. It's called Lost Twin, The Game. This is a game where the participants get the chance to meet the, the twin they've never known in life. It's a simple game to play, but the re- repercussions can be overwhelming. The twin is a reflection of who you really are, not who you pretend to be. If you're a genuinely good person, your twin encounter will be pleasant and gratifying. But if you're a bad person, someone who bullies, lies, steals, cheats, manipulates, or hurts other people, then your experience will be dark and painful. In order to play the game, you require the following. An empty closet, a lit candle, and a mirror. To start, hang the mirror any size will do on the wall in the closet. Be sure to hang it on the wall across from the closet door so the door is being reflected when closed. With the candle already lit, walk into the closet and shut the door behind you. Look at the mirror. You'll see a reflection of yourself and the closed door. Knock on the mirror twice, just as if you're trying to knock on the closet door. Blow out the candle and knock on the mirror two more times. You'll hear the closet door open but the door behind you is still shut. Next, you'll hear breathing. The game has begun. In a calm voice, greet your twin with a simple hello and wait for their response. Afterward, ask a simple yes or no question. They will answer. The twin will respond in one of two ways, a kind response or a hostile response. Good people will receive a kind hello in return for their greeting. Ask your question and you are your answer will be whispered back to you. Shortly after, a sense of warmth and comfort will overcome the player. The sound of a door shutting will signal the end of the game as your twin has made contact, passed on their message, and left the closet. Bad people will receive an angry Oh, God. I can't talk. Angie Angry. Angry. Bad people will receive an angry animalistic snarl in response. If you try to ask a question you will be answered with scratches or bites from your twin. A bone chilling cold will fill the closet and a sense of impending doom will bring about an unshakable feeling of dread that will linger for hours. You'll hear the sound of the closet door slamming shut and the mirror will fall off the wall shattering into pieces. When you leave the closet be sure to take the mirror with you, intact or broken. If you leave the mirror behind, you'll be plagued by your twin's voice calling out to you and knocking on walls until you remove the mirror. This game reveals a lot about a person's soul. Players beware. So it kind of it kind of reminded me of like Mary Mary.
0: Yes, that's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't tell you in the beginning even though I almost did. Cuz I was like, well, that'll give it away.
0: Um you couldn't give me a million dollars for me to play that game, just so we're clear. Right. I would never do that. Um, but I would lock someone else in a closet if they were dumb enough to go inside in the dark with a candle and a mirror, so don't play that game with me either.
1: <laughs> so hindsight's twenty twenty. Rachel's an asshole.
0: Yes, which leads me to asking, what if you thought you were a really good person?
1: And you're not? And you're
0: not. Wouldn't that... That would be horrible. It would be terrifying. Oh. And funny story. So, I was at a sleepover when I was a kid for someone's birthday party. And we were all in her room. There were, like, like ten of... Six of us? Ten of us? I don't know. Um, and her mom's like, well, let's play... Bloody Mary. And I was like, no. <laughs> but I, I lost, obviously.
1: I can so. just hear you. Uh <laughs> nothing.
0: Um So we all get in her bedroom with her mom and like her aunt or something maybe. I don't know. They turn the lights off. There is a mirror in there.
1: How old were you?
0: I had to be young. It ha- I feel like had to be, like, grade what school. What kind of like, parent
1: plays like, that? It had
0: to be grade school or middle school. Like, it couldn't have been any later. So, like, definitely under 13.
1: Um, I feel like what kind of parent is like, hey, let's play this game.
0: So, it's, t- like, pitch black. They cover the windows. And the mom's, like, walking around the room telling this story, right? And you can't see sh- anything, And as she gets closer, she's, like, doing it, whatever, getting quieter, and then she stops talking, and nobody knows where she is. Well, then that bitch grabbed me (laughs) and said, like, and she had finished the story and was like, and you, you know, you say her name three times, and you do whatever, and, and she was like, and then, she was like, and then, and then she stopped talking, and we're like, oh, son of a bitch. Um and then so she comes up and she sneaks up behind me, grabs my shoulders and like it kills you or you know, got you and I scream bloody murder. Which, you know, was the intent, but I was not happy.
1: Do you remember that I used to scare you all the time?
0: Yeah. Speaking of assholes Ashley's the worst.
1: You remember the one time you punched the wall? Yeah. That was still my favorite.
0: We were pretty young then, too. So, <laughs> just throwing that one out there. God,
1: I got everyone at Missy and Them's trailer.
0: Yeah, don't don't be around Ashley when the lights go out, because she has no sympathy.
1: And The best thing, it was the best place to get people, because the Every laundry much. the laundry room, it casted a shadow up against the one wall and people never turn that way to come out. They always turn to the left. And so yeah, I got everybody there. Funny
0: it's not a story. Funny fact though Ashley doesn't love haunted houses because she doesn't like to be touched by strangers. Uh, It makes her really mad. So even though she loves scaring people and she also loves horror movies um, she doesn't do haunted houses very well. Not because she's scared, but because she's angry.
1: I mean, I like haunted houses and stuff, just the ones that they're not allowed to touch you because it pisses me off. Just like the one time I got head butted in the butt by somebody crawling on the ground. Why are you looking at the computer like that?
0: I was trying to figure out what shirt you had on.
1: It's a real one. That's my thought. I was like, what the hell are you looking at? That's creepy. Your tits. Don't be...
0: There's someone behind you. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) Um, Yeah, the time you got headbutted was very funny. To me. I did bonk someone's head off of a fireplace, though, when going through a haunted house. Which was funny to me, again, but not to them.
1: My favorite was still when you said, nope, I'm a man. (laughs) so we were we were at a haunted house and you know this person's dressed up in character and they're like they're looking at everybody in the crowd and rachel always is the easiest to pick on let's just face it she's little and she always looks scared and so they were saying oh master loves little girls and rachel's just straight up no i'm a man And they were like, you wish you were.
0: And I'm like, no. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't, I mean, I guess personal opinion, I don't really look like a dude. So. (laughs) I mean, like, you throw a hat on and, like, men's clothes, maybe. But overall, general appearance, not a man.
1: Voice alone.
0: (laughs) You know what? There are men with this kind of voice, I think. (laughs) I'm just kidding. There's nobody with this kind of voice.
1: Bring me one.
0: (laughs) What if I kick them first? They'll be singing soprano. Um, Okay. My third one says... I'm a 911 operator. Just had the most terrifying call. I assume this isn't real. I don't know. We should do that one day. Those are fucking terrifying.
1: 911 calls. Yeah.
0: Not like the murdery ones. I'm not talking about listening to somebody like get killed. I'm just talking about the weird ones. Like the we, the off ones. There's some real scary ones. Oh, okay. Nine one one. What's your emergency?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared
0: for you to get into character. I'm doing this. I'm not. Um, yeah. Hi. Um, this is going to sound kind of strange, but there's a man stumbling around in circles in my front yard. Could you repeat that, sir? He looks sick, or, or lost, or drunk, or something. I just woke up to get a glass of water, and I heard snow crunching around underneath my front window, so I peeked out. I'm looking at him now. He's about ten yards away from my window, and something's not right. What's your address, sir? 1617 Quarry Lane, in Pinella Pass. I'm going to send a squad car your way, but that's quite a ways out. Are you alone in your house, sir? Yes, I'm alone. Can you confirm... What? Yeah. Can you confirm that all of your doors and windows are locked? Stay on the phone with me. I know that my front door is definitely locked, but I'll go check the back door again real quick.
1: I'm just saying, she would have creeped me out asking that. Right? I'm
0: like, why? (laughs) Now I already told you where I live. Anyway, here we go. I appreciate your help, by the way. I know this is strange, but I really hope that... Sir? Are you still there? He's... He's still in the yard, but he's... What the fuck? He's upside down. Sir? Stay on with me. What's happening? He's staring right at me, but he's... He's standing on his hands now. He's perfectly still, staring straight at me, but he's doing a handstand, and he's smiling at me. He's... Doing a handstand, sir? I... I don't know how he... Yeah, he's facing me and standing on his hands, and he's got this huge smile, and he's perfectly still. Please get someone out here now. Sir, you need to remain calm. I've put out the call, and an officer is on his way. His teeth are so huge. What the fuck? Sir, I want you to try and keep an eye on him, but make sure your back door's locked. We need to make sure all... Possible access points are secured. Can you talk me through and confirm that your door's locked? Okay, I'm walking backwards and keeping him in my sight. My hand's on the back doorknob now, and it's locked. I need to check the deadbolt, so I'm going to take my eyes off him for a a second. All right, sir, help's on the way. Just stay on the phone with me. Everything's going to be all right. Sir? Sir, are you still there? He's... His face, it's up against the glass. Sir, I need you to speak up. What's happening? I looked away for a split second, and now his face is pressed up against my front window. His teeth are huge, and he's still smiling, and there's no color in his eyes. Jesus, help me. Sir, I need you to go to the nearest room and lock yourself inside of it. Do you have a basement or a bedroom that you can lock yourself in? He won't stop staring. He's going to hurt me. Sir, I know or I need you to listen to me. Lock yourself somewhere safe till the officer arrives at your house. Can you hear me? Um yes. Yes. I'm going to lock myself in my room. And you're positive that you're alone in your house, correct? Yes. I'm I'm alone in the house. Uh oh, Wait a minute. He's moving. He's shaking his head. He's telling me no. He can hear us. He's telling me I'm not alone. Sir? Sir, are you still there? I heard a loud noise. Is everything all right? Sir? That's it.
1: I don't know why I found it funny when he said, Jesus, help me.
0: Jesus? He probably said, what did. It was probably. What did he really say?
1: Mm-mm-mm. That one was oh, creepy. It, said,
0: it was creepy. Um. Just in case anyone's wondering, stand outside my house like that, I'm going to shoot you. Going to shoot you. Not like I want to, but that's weird. Although we have had people, strangers in our house. Mostly because they are sleepy, but it has happened. Unfortunately. um, Do you... gee is that all of them
1: that's all I. Have. okay
0: so i'm gonna tell you i read a couple i had a couple others that i decided not to read um one was about a creepy doll yeah it was pretty terrifying um which I'm, i still might read that in a minute um There was another one about a mental hospital that was kind of creepy but not super creepy and then there was one that apparently is a real story um about how this kid left his house one morning with his dad and to go shopping and noticed this um this jeep in a parking lot near their house And when they came back, it was still there. And the next day, it was still there. And, like, eh, for, like, a couple days, it had been there. And then finally, one day, he left his house. And there were, there was, like, police tape and cop cars around the Jeep. And it turned out that, um, a woman had, like, either been murdered by her boyfriend or had committed suicide and been found by her boyfriend. And he, like, put her in that car and left her there and didn't tell anybody. Um, nice. That was like real gruesome. And then what was the other one? There was one more I read. I can't remember. I read a bunch just so you know my head's a little
1: jumbly. Jumbly.
0: Um I had one saved a long time ago, not that long ago, about like a mermaid girl. That was pretty scary. I would say that as October gets closer, we probably, we have about four opportunities to do haunted e things, um, or like Halloween related things. So, I would say, for October, be prepared for more spooky, s- scary things, because um, we do love Halloween. There's a lot of sneezing happening in this house. Oh, um... Yeah, I, almost, I know. What? Hear it. I know.
1: I can hear it.
0: Um, so, one night, speaking of th- always thinking there are people in my house, this is... Ex- scary story for myself um it was really hot in our bedroom one night and I was like it doesn't make it was winter time shouldn't have been that hot didn't have the furnace up real high so I go out of the bedroom to check the furnace like the thermostat and when I leave the bedroom it's freezing in the house so like my bedroom's hot rest of the house is freezing and I'm like oh my god what's happening so then I go in the living room (laughs) <laughs> and our front door is wide open. And I'm like, oh, no. Somebody's in here. <laughs> um. So I, like, I go close the door and I, like, look in all the other rooms. <laughs> like, I'm going to do anything if I do find somebody. Right. Uh, but it turns out some, I guess maybe we didn't get the door latched all the way and, like, um whatever so <laughs> turns out the wind just blew the door open in the middle of the night but it was terrifying and then James kicked my door last night and uh I thought there was somebody in the house and I chose to stay in bed and hope that wasn't what was happening
1: <laughs> everybody else in your house could be getting murdered and you're just like nope nope i
0: was like something probably fell I I was right. Well, I I don't know if he fell, but he apologized for kicking my door this this morning.
1: I thought he did it on purpose.
0: No, he, he, it was, it was like five o'clock in the morning and he tripped or something and kicked my door. And I was like, well, it's okay because I was going to come out and check. And he's like, what if I was hurt? I'm like, well, I thought if you were hurt that you would scream or something. Who gets hurt and is just like totally silent.
1: I mean, hell, even when I stubbed my toe, you're gonna hear shit, right?
0: I didn't even hear any words from him, which is why I didn't know if it was him for sure. And
1: did you say, like was, What if it was a murderer,
0: right? Were you just gonna <laughs> try to hold it in so you didn't wake me up? You just like hold your screams, save them for later. <laughs>
1: Save them for a rainy day. God.
0: Yeah, so I was scared last night, Um, and I'm also afraid to take my dog out at night because I think the coyotes are going to eat us.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord.
0: They're, like, they're mostly irrational fears, but they're based on real things. Like, there really are coyotes that do go close to the house sometimes.
1: You want to talk about freaking creepy... The first time I ever heard a coyote up close. Have you ever heard them? Oh,
0: yes. Oh, yes.
1: They said, okay, listen. When I lived in Snowshoe, Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. literally laying in bed almost asleep. And it sounded like somebody was standing. And I had the window open. It sounded like somebody was standing there. Like, a couple of people were standing underneath my window, like, chuckling.
0: Oh, God.
1: And I was like... You know, it was one of those moments of where you like grip your hands down on the bed, and you're like sitting up trying to listen. You're like, "What was that?" Yep. And I heard, and it they were it's still happening. And so finally, I went out there, and I'm like, I told Tracy, I'm like, "What the hell is that?" I'm like, "It sounds like there's like men outside laughing underneath our window." And we lived, we didn't have really any neighbors, none close enough that you would hear them. Right like that. Like, there was a house up behind us a ways. And he was, like, he paused, or, you know, muted the TV, and he was like, oh, it's coyotes. I'm like, it literally sounds like people out there laughing. I'm like, and, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh my god, there's a bunch of men outside, and they're gonna try to come inside.
0: Dude. That's horrible. No. (laughs) That's terrifying.
1: But they do. They sound so freaking creepy.
0: I... Part of- part of my problem is is that my giant dog is a giant chicken, too, and so if she hears something, she thinks it's gonna get us, too, so then there's two of us out there that thinks something's gonna get us. So- That are freaking the fuck out. Yeah, so usually at night, um, especially in the winter when, like, there's not a lot of people here, um, Andy takes the dog out once it's dark, because I'm scared. I've got a good husband.
1: My little five-pound dog probably has more balls than yours.
0: Yeah, Murphy's a dick. He's not afraid of anything, which is a problem because he is only five pounds. Just not to my dog or um my cats.
1: My brother is a great Pyrenees. He puts him in place.
0: Yeah. Murphy, I mean, he's got lots of attitude.
1: Uh. he see us
0: do you know what this some of the scariest stories are the true stories people tell about toddlers that are like half asleep and they say crazy things or they talk to somebody that's not there
1: see another reason why i don't need children
0: that happened to me um with with my ex's son and it was horrible. I about drove him home right then. It was, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning and he was like whispering to himself and I was like, what are you doing? And he, he was like talking to my friend. Okay.
1: <laughs> Rachel's like, nope.
0: You don't have any friends at 3 o'clock in the morning? Nobody does.
1: Nope, you going home right
0: yeah. now. <laughs> oh. Oh, goodness. Okay, well, <laughs> um, one more time before we call this one a day. We are having a giveaway. Uh, between now and our 25th episode, you need to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast to be entered in to win it's going to be a basket of 25 sort of bumping uglies related or Rachel and Ashley's favorites kind of thing it'll be real cute um so don't forget to do that and then between our 25th and our 26th episode share our post about our 25th episode in order to win one of the two smaller prizes don't forget Um, to send us your stories, comments, questions, that kind of thing, uh, at our email. Ashley?
1: Uh, yeah. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, of course. Uh, and then any emails, that's to bumpingucast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.